0: Bobby, what's the most uncomfortable you've ever felt? Most because of another human being. The most uncomfortable I've ever felt. I think I guess uh l- let me let me give you an example uh from my from my little um La Vida Loca. Uh just to just to get things started, just to, you know, get that train a rolling in your head. When I was, I want to say like 13, yeah, I was 13, my brother was 10, and our mom did the best thing you can do for a 13-year-old boy and a 10-year-old boy. She took us to Great Wolf Lodge, and it was a blast. It was a good old time. Uh, For those who don't know, Great Wolf Lodge, it's (laughs) it's a weird little thing. It's a great outdoors themed
1: fun for the whole family is fun for what the it whole is
0: fucking family uh, it's a great outdoors themed resort hotel with a water park it's got like little kid adventures um and it's all themed around like camping which kind of defeats the purpose of like a resort hotel but uh, but I digress um they had a big water park and i just spent like 6 hours in the water park cuz you're a kid at a water park, you do not ever feel the instinct to leave the water park. Do you? Well, I did at, at that day because uh, I was floating down the lazy river while my brother and one of his little miscreant delinquent friends was doing miscreant delinquent stuff. And I'm just chilling in my inner tube, and the inner tube stops. Um, and I look—I look up from my uh, my very cool plastic uh, sunglasses. Um, and I peer him down like I'm in a Ocean's movie, like an Ocean's Eleven, if you would. And uh, what has stopped me is this very large boy. This very large How boy. How big is this boy? Um it's not I'm not saying he was overweight he was a little but so am I I'm saying he was a large boy he was an unconquerable boy is what I'm saying
1: an indomitable boy (laughs) an
0: indomitable boy the great indomitable boy of the lazy river that day and uh he always one a day there's always one he's wearing goggles uh but he is well above the water um, and he has found one of the jets, the water stream jets, and he is just going to fucking town, doing what a mid-pubescent boy does when they discover a jet stream of water. And he's just, he's just fully going to town on it. Um, and I was very uncomfortable. I uh, looked. I didn't know what to say, so I just kind of floated there for what felt like uh, an hour was probably like 20 seconds and then said, hey Uh, and he turned to me and said with a very heavy lisp uh, with uh, his goggles fogging up I need this (laughs) I need this Um, and I said uh, you know, the only thing you can say in a situation like that I said, uh, okay great (laughs) Great. Um, no, I said okay, um, and I tried to, I tried to kick off of the wall, but I, I, I had to like orient myself. My feet weren't next. My feet were closer to. I, I, I just kind of floundered there for another like thirty seconds until I was finally gone. Um, I saw that kid later getting escorted out of the water park, so I don't know what he got caught doing. But I know what he didn't get caught doing. That's ruining my fucking day. Welcome to the show, bitches. I need this. (laughs) Now, you know what I need is for us to talk about some fucking video games. Jesus Christ. Okay. That's the intro.
1: Get me out of here, man.
0: (laughs) Stop the world. I want to get off. I'm Hunter J. Allen.
1: Hi, I'm Bobby McCarthy. What if women are bourgeois? (laughs) What?
0: (laughs) And welcome to Two Itchy Boys, a little show about little games where we share with you the (laughs) hidden gems and secret treasures found deep within the Itch.io gaming site. And Bobby, do you care to fucking elaborate? (laughs) It's a Disco Elysium quote, man. God, you gotta quit. I... I haven't played, it's, I own it, I just haven't once, played once it. Once you get I- me
1: on this shit, I don't let up, I'm sorry.
0: God, uh, and this, man, and you know what?
1: Uh, I'm the <laughs> to- bad day, Harry, and to- I'm coming.
0: And you know what, to go a lot, wait, what? No, what? They don't say that. They do not say that.
1: I paraphrased just a little bit.
0: I- <laughs> <laughs> They actually say uh I, I'm a bad day Harry and I'm nutting. Yeah. Um and t- to match the the feelings I'm feeling right now, this episode is all about games. Man, with just rancid fucking vibes, just off vibes.
1: Brought Disco Elysium now.
0: You <laughs> Yeah, Bobby, bring Disco That's Elysium. It's got some
1: gnarly vibes in it. Yeah,
0: no one, yeah, a little a little gym you may have overlooked. You may little, not have uh, heard of. You may not have heard of um, no, this week we are talking about games that are just indomitable. Wrong. <laughs> just wrong. They're just wrong. They're just not made this. right. I need this. They I I regret telling that story. I I can't
1: <laughs> I feel really bad doing that.
0: <laughs> I mean, like, look, if I if I really think back to it, I'm sure the kid was like autistic and he was he was like really Yeah, so
1: am I. That doesn't You
0: don't see me doing that in <laughs> you know, the Lazy River. Not anymore. Not after they took you away.
1: Hunter, did I tell you about how big and indomitable I used to be?
0: <laughs> I feel like we've done all that we possibly could to explain the the premise of the look the the vibes are off something's off something's (laughs) wrong and weird and it's our job for the next like 45 minutes to tell you exactly how or at least endeavor to um i believe it's your turn and by i believe i mean you did just remind me that it's your turn to go first um i'm not gonna take credit for that one but bobby tell me about your game please Por favor. Hey, little content warning. Uh both the games we talk about deal with suicide. Uh just know that going in. Have a good time.
1: My game is called Abscess by
0: Digital God Tower. That's such a good developer name. Right? This is the only game they've made. Okay, that
1: Okay. Um its description just says a game about giving. Mm. And very few people have played it. It's got like 4 comments on itch. So we really are I'm I'm we, delving into one of I think the core tenets of Itchy Boys philosophy here by exposing a game that no one has talked about.
0: Oh, I'm looking at the page for this game. <clears throat> it looks yeah this this the vibes look very off oh that's troubling yeah yeah this is a troubling looking game so bobby give me the give me the pitch for this game What what is what is this game what is abscess
1: so abscess uh which by the way don't do what i did and look up abscess on youtube <laughs> don't look up the word abscess on youtube bobby's a pimple popping boy now uh unfortunately no i was ho- i i wanted to be sure no one was talking about this and uh i got some upsetting videos but uh this is a little rpg maker game uh, its vibes are very uh space funeral if that means anything to
0: any any of our listeners
1: space funeral no no space
0: funeral, man? I, I don't know space funeral. Tell me about space funeral. You're hopeless, man. <laughs> Bobby, I'm trying. Tell me about well no, okay. We don't have time for you to tell me about space funeral. I don't have
1: time to talk to you about space funeral, man. We'll be here all night if I talk to you about space funeral. But um Basically this is a game where you are a little shruble, are uh mushroom people. And the shaman, the the shaman uh, pulls you aside and is like, hey, the king is coming to town. You should get him a gift. And if he likes the gift enough, he'll take you to the palace. Hmm. And so basically just go around looking for gifts to give. That's kind of it. you have uh these four zones that you kind of jump between in order to gather different things to put in your gift basket and that that's just the game there's no combat there is minimal exploration it's all pretty linear all of the zones that you go through are like five to ten minutes a pop um, it's a very short game and it isn't exactly meaty but by god <laughs> what it uses in that space like the imagery that it employs in that space, the sound design the background world building on display here paints such a troubling picture <laughs> hmm this game, weirdly, this game makes me think a lot about Courage the Cowardly Dog. Oh,
0: okay.
1: It it has this gimmick that it keeps going back to where it like will get you into like a rhythm of exploration and then it'll hit you with a cutscene or some bit of imagery that just contrasts with the style of the rest of the game so wildly that it's it's shocking and terrifying when it happens like you'll you'll be talking to an npc and then it'll have just like a full like a fully animated 3d render of their face as their as they say a line to you or, or like you'll you'll look in the mirror and it'll say oh it's just you and then like for half a frame a photorealistic like close up of your fa- your reflection in the mirror will uh, appear on screen, and you'll just hear a oh, and that's not like I'm not trying to imitate like another sound. It's just a guy making a sound like that, and it's actually really funny because that's the other thing. All of this horror that it's doing, it's kind of doing as a bit. <laughs> Like it feel it all feels a little bit like a shit post, like there's this one area that you step into you you suddenly step out of like a modern r p g maker game into like a classic n e s style room, and you sit in there for a minute and then you hear a bunch of air horns blaring and there this bit of text appears on screen that's just like. I didn't feel like rendering this part or whatever. <laughs>
0: that's that's very RPG Maker. That's really good. Yeah,
1: and it's just like this game feels really unsafe to play because everything in it is just kind of whatever the devs felt like doing at that po- point in time, and you have no idea what that
0: is it it re- like a, a it, it is a game that keeps you guessing as to what it uh, what it will want you to feel in the next 5 minutes
1: yeah like there's this one the the first zone i went to is just a dead silent like um abandoned factory but there's this one room with a bunch of neon signs posted up around it With this groovy, like, disco music. It's an empty room. You can just hang out in here and listen to the music. It's probably got some of my, like, favorite vibes of the place. And then all of a sudden, if you stand in here long enough, you'll hear a voice say, You are not safe.
0: Oh, I hate that. Oh, man. Jesus fucking Christ, do I hate that.
1: Was I safe? I don't know. I left. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't go back. Jesus Christ. it's the only game that I could really think does this this week's premise justice because it just feels wrong constantly.
0: There's just something sick about it.
1: Yeah, there's just something. It's just off, but in a way that I really vibe with because it's just once you know what this game's doing, it just kind of becomes fun. Okay. Because you'll ju- it is just an ex- an experience in what is this got- what is this person doing next, and it's never what you expect, but it is always something. <laughs> like there's this one, there's this one character who's like a Mike Wazowski kind of looking figure, and content warnings for suicide. <laughs> So there's this one area where you walk through through like this abandoned complex and there's a room adjacent to you that you can't go into, but you can see into it where there's just this purple guy with his head blown off and a shotgun laying down next to him. Later on, you meet a Mike Wazowski type figure. Do like a side quest for him. And after that side quest is done, that Mike Wazowski guy is hanging from the ceiling, which is so, like, bleak and horrible, but I want you to ask yourself, Mike Wazowski hanging himself, how do you think that looks?
0: I was about to say, Mike Wazowski ain't got no neck!
1: Mike Wazowski ain't got no neck, and it is kind of the perfect tonal encapsulation of what this game is going for i like this is it's a bleak game there i i have a lot of quotes written down here that are just like tonally kind of i i don't know they they paint a picture of a world that is in decay and kind of an absolutely hopeless philosophy on life, but like though so dang goofy
0: can can I, can I get a can I get a few of those uh, a few of those little quotes you got written down
1: yeah, so um guess some spoilers these these are taken from the game, like this first one is from the Mike Wazowski uh, figure whose side quest involves finding her name tag to see if she can remember her name, an amusement park mascot. But these amusement park mascots are transformed into the characters they're meant to portray.
0: Oh, that's horrifying, Bobby.
1: they gradually lose themselves over time. So when you finally find her name tag, she goes silent and then she says, "I I just made up the idea of being able to turn back to normal. Next time you see her, she's hanging from... Yeah.
0: Jesus fucking Christ, Bobby! This is bleak. Yeah. God damn. They they, they really <laughs> they really made you care about a fucking floopian from Spy Kids.
1: Yeah, and it, it with a single line. And, Jesus. And it's like like there there's another like industrial space like gray industrial space that has a, a single mobile home. And the mobile home is completely empty, except for a table with a single flower and a vase on it. And next to it is a several paragraphs note that ends with, I sold everything for that flower. Like, there are other things. There, there are just a bunch of other, like, weird world-building quirks. Like, um, there's this thing about the first person who was able to see God (laughs) and after they saw God, they couldn't die.
0: Uh,
1: uh... After the first person saw God, things started appearing in the world and those things very much want humans to die. There's this other weird world-building rule about how every sentient thing dies when it reaches the age of 250 everything with a soul and there immediately after you find that note you find this little robot who's like "Wow, it's been so long since i've met a person (laughs) ha 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 it's so it's so nice to meet you uh I, I've I've been around. I've been sitting around here for so long. It's actually my birthday. I don't know how old I am. I lose oh, track. No. And then as soon as the conversation ends, the little the lights in his eyes go out, and he doesn't say anything else.
0: Jesus fucking Christ, Bobby. Jeez God. And also the
1: music. There's there's a lot of every. There's a lot of everywhere at the end of time in the music. A lot of like
0: I, mine also has some everywhere at the end of time. Bobby, we chose very similar games.
1: Yeah, I feel this is what we get when we get bad vibes. We we, <laughs> we pick games with similar vibes. Yeah, we
0: yeah, yeah, that sounds about right.
1: I don't know. There there's a lot I feel like I could dig into more with this game. Where like I feel like there are multiple endings because the Like, the ending I got correlated... Like, the last area I went to was the amusement park. And for my ending, I got turned into one of the, like, amusement park mascots. uh, And got jump-scared real bad. And so I feel as though they're... Based off of the order in which you visit these areas, there are other things that can happen.
0: But I feel like about covered the gist of it. <laughs> wow, sounds like you had a really fun time. That I sounds had, very fun.
1: I will say the with the picture I'm painting, it's a lot more fun <laughs> than I'm making it sound.
0: I mean, say what you will, after hearing it explained, I really want to play this fucking game. There
1: there's like a talking statue in a movie in a moving theater who's like oh. who who is like dude I don't wanna talk I don't wanna fucking talk to you again. If you talk if you talk to me again, I'm literally going to kill
0: you. And did you talk to him again?
1: Yeah, I talked to him again. And like a full 3D cutscene of this of this dude, this like uh bust of like David or something, mm-hmm. just like twisting its face around and going like what the fuck did I say, dude? And then it lunges at the screen, but not like in a scary, jump scary way. it looks it looks like a bit out of courage, the cowardly dog <laughs> and and you get a game over, or like there's this other dude who's like an angel, and when you talk to him, his character portrait like takes up a full half of the screen. All of his lines are fully voice acted, and then you and then your character says to him. Hey, dude, can you stop doing that? It's really scaring me. And then his lines all go silent and it's just dialogue as he goes, Oh, sorry. Oh my God, what
0: the fuck? Yeah, no, There's, that game has bananas vibes.
1: This game is all over the place. Like, and it is, it just feels really human, you know? Like, this feels, and it's, you know, name your price. This person wasn't doing it for money. They just, like, this is a game that someone felt like making, and so they made it. And God, do I respect seeing that. Jesus.
0: Hey, remember when at the very beginning you were like, I don't think I have a lot to say about this game?
1: Yeah. <sighs> I had a good time.
0: Yeah, this game sounds fucking chock block
1: Yeah, check it out. Absessed. Abscess. by digital by Digital God Tower. God, that's a good fucking name. Right? I
0: really hope they make some more games. Man, when did this come out? When did the, hold on, let me look. When was this released? This was this was published 10 days ago, Bobby. Oh my god, what? This is a brand new fucking game. No way. Yeah, dude. There's no way it's been 10 days. Published 10 days ago, updated 4 days ago. My god. Wow, you really chose a a real fresh crop here, Bobby. Yeah,
1: a real up-and-comer. Uh... Please check it out then, because this person needs encouragement. This person needs to make more stuff. Or I, I really just want to—if it's been getting updates, I really want to see what this, what a fully polished version of this game looks like. Golly! So yeah, abscess digital god tower. Name your price. What? 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 What about you, Hunter? You said we got similar vibes
0: going. I fretted furiously typing out my notes trying to capture the energy of this game in a way that i could make you understand i don't worry so much anymore cuz i feel like we played very similar games i brought to the table a game that my brother recommended to me after our very first episode and i was hanging on to it what Oh, the memories. Um, and I've been hanging on to it, waiting for the perfect opportunity to to bring it out. And uh, yeah, this was the perfect episode for this game. Uh, I'm bringing Sunken Heads by Horsehead Interactive. God, what a name. <laughs> Very good name. Um, this is a game that came out in 2020. Um, and just like you, I also looked up to see if people were talking about it. Um there were. This was one of those games that kind of made the rounds with the like, "Hey, what's up? It's me, you guys. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe." Going to be playing this game. Like a little head in the corner. Like, oh, the,
1: the YouTuber playing a spooky game craze.
0: Yes, but it, the, it, my game isn't super spooky. It's it's a pretty funny game, but it is also a troubling game. This is a game in which I cannot nail down the vibes. The, vi- the vibes are not just off. They're indomitable. <laughs> they, are, these are, they need this. They need this. These are unconquerable vibes. Um, and it may be one of the best adventure games you could possibly get for free. So, Sunken Heads... To describe it in a sentence is a surreal, lynchian, dreamlike, shitpost, first-person mystery adventure game. That's a sentence? Yeah, I'm really trying to figure out how long I can get with these game Um In Sunken Heads, there isn't so much a plot through line as there is just a sort of gameplay and uh, riddle contrivances to keep you moving forward that, to the game's credit, work very good at pushing you forward and making you want to keep progressing because the game is just this giant mystery, this strange puzzle box in a language that I do not quite speak. Um, the, I guess, elevator pitch of the uh, the the inciting incident of this game, the sort of uh, moving forward point is... Um, you pick up a package outside of your apartment, and as you go back into your apartment, the walls of your bedroom explode out into a void. As they do. As they do. Um, and you find yourself magically transported into a sewer system that you mu- that you are to traverse. And as you traverse it, you uh, start noticing things that are, as the episode would describe, off. Oh. Just a little off. Um, The first thing being uh, you hear some spooky chuckling down a, a, a... Can you do that chuckling? I can't. I, like- I just can't. That's actually very... Now imagine that, but echoey in a dark sewer. And you see a, a, a sewer grate uh, and through the sewer grate is... This, a PNG of a model that you would see on the front of a, a Spirit of Halloween costume, Jester. And he is there to sell you shoes and he speaks in a... Like a live action PNG of, a, of like a real person? Yeah, like it, it is a real person. It is a, it is a photograph of a person that sort of a, a PNG Doom style um, is always facing you. Um, And he's there to sell you shoes, and that is the first sign of what is here to come. You've been transported to a dream logic, dreamscape, dystopian era in which things are only tangentially connected. So... Like 2023. Yeah, like 2023, baby. Am I right, folks? Am I right, folks? In this game, you you simply you explore and piece together the fragments of information you can find... And the sort of – the progression system of the game is you find – hidden in various parts of these islands, you find data fragments you can give to your ship to get to new islands. So you come upon this ship, this ship that has human organs hooked up to its uh, computer navigation system. Because of course it does. Because of course it does. Uh, And you go up and you start talking to the computer navigation system and and you're like, hey, where am I? What the fuck's going on, and the ship is like, "I'm so sorry, I don't know I don't know where we are because I don't know where is i don't under I don't have the programs or the instruments capable to discern what a location is, and you're like, well but You know what location is, and then the computer is like, Yes, I'm pretty sure I used to. But I, and you have to, you have to pilot around this like flowers for Algernon AI computer that with each like little data pack starts uh, getting a little more eloquent and uh, knowing a little bit more about the location you're going to. Um, And each island is a strange exercise in a different kind of dream logic dreamscape where the first one you visit is this shanty town built onto the side of an upturned ship sticking out of the water um and all of the character all of the characters look all the characters in this game are so universally and uniformly unhelpful and they follow their dream logic to a T while still being humans. Like you go up to the, – the first NPC you go up to um, who isn't you know the fucking shoe jester who sells you shoes as a power-up um, and rhymes in the sewer. The first NPC you go up to is a fisherman. You go up and you're like, hey, what town am I in? And he just looks at you and he just says, friend, does every town have to have a goddamn name? Would it make you feel better if we gave this town a name? You're like, "Uh, yeah, I guess. All right. For your sake and for your sake only, this is Boat Town. (laughs) Welcome to Boat Town. You're like, okay. I love that. Yeah, he's like, okay, is there anything happening around here? He's like, son, we're on a boat. There ain't much happening, and I don't really like talking to people who ask stupid questions. And then he doesn't want to talk to you anymore. Oh, my God. Um, and you, and all the NPCs are uh, in a similar vein to that of just like, just like normal dudes with like one or two weird proclivities. Um, it's bizarre. There's a the, Are
1: they all JPEGs of real Yes, people?
0: every one of them is a JPEG. There's not a single character in this game that isn't just a uh rotating JPEG that is always facing you. They're the next all, island all real people. All real people who look like they are modeling for a costume you buy at a costume shop. Good. They're all really good. There uh, There are some great great moments. There's I think where I am struggling to meet this game in the middle with is that this game feels – and I, I don't think I've done a very good job at laying the the table for you, um, but let me, let me put this out front and then build upon it. Um, this game feels like someone created 75% of a game, and they wanted it to be a – Pathologic esque dystopian exploration of memory and instinct. Um like there's all these these hints at a at a bigger picture, a hint at a bigger theme. Um, you know, these these dreamscapes. There's a the next island you go to is a um half cemetery, half motel slash gas station. And so Waco. Yeah, so Waco. Um <laughs> Hey, that's pretty. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Thanks. Um, and you, when you traverse through the sewers, the sewers connect all these islands. When you traverse through them, uh, you will sometimes get these uh, these haunting, almost like old school uh, French art film clips that are just like disjointed clips. Like there's a there's a clip of a, a man gambling, followed by a clip of a, a very unhappy clown. Um, uh sometimes you'll you'll get teleported to um strange little liminal spaces there's one where you're just in a car about to crash um there's one where to traverse to the next room you have to go through a, a, an infinitely repeating uh sort of a uh bottomless ceilingless room um and the energy in this game the air the aura Of this game, it stinks. It puts off this oppressive energy of a world gone by. There's a scene where you have to talk to this sentient pile of meat, and he talks about how he didn't always used to look like this, but that was during the Great War. And you can ask him about it, and he says, we never talk about the Great War. Um, And uh, this cult that worships an ever-reproducing god for whom it is their job to supply the body of the new incarnation um there they sent you there to kill him and take part of his body and he's like well you could do that or you could take my brother uh who i have been keeping safe after he died years and years and years ago and there's a scene where you stu- you're going through the sewers and you stumble upon this gala, this very fancy gala that's been happening for months and months and months and there's no end in sight. And they are also playing a, a song from Everywhere at the end of times. Um and there and you talk to uh one of the butlers and he's like, you've gotta get me out of here. I didn't know this was gonna go on this long. I am so scared. There's something here. Somebody endeavored to make a game about something. And they got 75% of the way through it, and they died. This is my headcanon. They died 75% of the way through the game, and their shit poster brother picked up the pieces and was like, yeah, I can finish this. Oh,
1: yeah, we do have very similar games.
0: And it creates something greater than the sum of its parts in a way that I am really troubling to grapple with. I don't know what this game is. Like, there are those poignant moments. Um, There are poignant moments like that where the oppressive atmosphere of the game beats down upon you and sort of challenges you to take these themes away from its uh, very rudimentary um, method of the message. You know, this sort of like – it feels like at some points it is daring you, yeah – Connect with these fucking PNGs in this uh, boxy-ass PSX-looking game. I dare you. And those moments are then undercut by uh, you finding a cabin in a liminal tundra that is filled with meat and tendons. And you find someone in there uh, that you've been looking for, that everyone's looking for, and he does... A rendition of John McCain and his vegetable friends. Oh my god! Uh, but about meat, and it—it's like, what is this fucking game? Because there's so many of these great moments, and the atmosphere is amazing. There's this island that you get to, where over the course of you giving your AI computer. On the ship, these new data packs, it is learning more about itself and what it is able to know. Uh, there's a point in the island previous where it says something and you're like, I didn't know you could remember things like that. And the computer's like, I didn't either. And so you get to this island where previously on the islands there's like a there, – there's a bunch of like little stuff to do. There's a – you know, each island has like more than one major thing there. Um you get to this island where there is only one thing. It's this massive hotel tower that shoots up into the heavens. This hotel tower that shoots up into the heavens. And as you are floating in, the whole sky gets darker um, and your AI just quits talking to you. You try to like to ask it, like, hey, uh, do you know where we are? Uh, did you learn anything new? Um, and it's just quiet. You you float in and you have the option to be like, hey, are you there? You doing all right? And just nothing. It does not respond to you. And you get into the tower and it's just this, this beautiful, atmospheric, dark, oppressive show that it feels as though it's been building up to this tower showing like, okay, this is what the world looks like. And this is the last island. This is where it all ends. This is this is where the world went is into this tower and you know you have that's where the uh the sentient meat is um and it it's affecting it is an affecting moment seeing this tower and seeing all that's around it and uh walking through it um but then there's also a bit uh trigger, trigger warning for uh suicide um There's this mechanic that I'm pretty sure is not integral to the game, but it is there where through various parts of the game you can find phone numbers. And there is a payphone outside of the gas station that you can use to call these numbers. And most of them just lead to like little funny things. Um, But one of them is a suicide prevention hotline. Um, And uh, you call the suicide prevention hotline and it's like – Due to the, uh, the high level of calls we're getting, we cannot uh, take, your, take your call at this point. Please redirect this to our office at the big hotel tower uh, at this number. And I'm like, oh, oh, so we're going somewhere with this. This is leading to something. And so I go to the hotel tower and I punch in the code and it takes me to that level. Um, the office of the suicide prevention hotline, um, the, the office address leads to a diving board on the roof. <laughs>
1: That is so... Oh, my Uh, God.
0: (laughs) Talk about a zinger. And then if you jump off, the game ends. And then the credits start rolling, and it says at the top, The Cowards End. Um, Good Lord. Yeah, so it's just... It feels like two people made this game, and they each had a vastly different idea... As to what this game was going to be, the vibes are so bananas. All that being said, non derogatorily, like this game reaches into a different part of my brain than I think any other game ever has. Like it's it it, it is striking up upon something. And are
1: they are they really that that different conceptually? The 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 shit post moments and the surrealist. Hor- I mean. I mean, this
0: is kind of the Swiss Army Man of
1: games. Yeah, it, it's like
0: I feel like those are two sides of a coin. I think so. Now, uh, again, I that is the only ending I've gotten so far is the jump off the roof ending. Um, I haven't gotten to like a real, real ending yet, and I'm very anxious and very excited to see how this game ends. Cause I. For once in a very, very long time, I have no earthly idea. I have no fucking clue. This game could go so many directions. It could tie up everything into a neat little bow, or it could end with like a a John Cena trumpet, ba ba da ba, uh, like it, it, and just fucking meme at me. Like this game could be anything. At the end. And I have no clue where it's going. And that, I think, is what excites me. This game's vibes are off the fucking charts. They bad, though. There are some bad vibes. Like, there... I hate to just be like, okay, and then this is what happens in the game, and then this is a moment from the game, yeah. and then this is a moment from the game. But there is one moment where you're at the motel, and you're going through some rooms, and you're in a room that you're pretty sure is empty, and then you hear almost inaudibly, a crunch and you, like, you wander around and you look in the bathroom the bathroom's really dark you have to, like, get a little closer and then, you know that scary, terrifying feeling where you nothing has moved nothing has, like, made itself more known in any visible way, but you notice a face where you didn't see one before Yeah, and there's a The face of a intense, uh, like, steely-eyed bearded man in the bathtub. Just in a bathtub full of blood. And you go up and he starts talking about his friend, this pound of meat, and how the meat talks to him and tells him the truth. And if you, like, play along with him and tell him, like, yeah, I can understand what your meat is saying. And the guy's like, yeah, what is he saying? Um, and, and you, you have the option to choose your dialogue. And if you choose, I chose, well, you can actually talk to the meat, right? No. Oh, um, I don't know. It's implied. Um, your character maybe can, you can't, uh, but he asks what the meat is saying and you, and I chose the option. Uh, the meat is telling me where I'm from. Um, and the guy says, of course you do understand. And when you walk away, there's this uh, text box that's uh, always on your screen at the very top, a really small text box that does the sort of adventure game uh, log of like a a gemstone is now in your inventory. Uh, You have lost uh, a syringe. Uh, You have now equipped this. Um, And it just reads out, you now feel the allure of meat. That never comes up again. Okay. But it's terrifying when it happens. Okay. I I thought I had a status effect or something. I know. I feel the allure of meat. Let me tell and you. Golly, don't we all, buddy? I think the best way... I want to end talking about this because I don't have a big conclusion to draw out on. But I do want to end on this one little moment that I found the perfect encapsulation of what this game does in how it builds up this intense, eerie atmosphere and then uses that to push through a a, a sort of a, a limp punchline that it, that that really ties the whole experience together um i said the thing about the payphone and discovering numbers now uh there was one moment uh there's little radios throughout the game that like play ambient music or ambient sound a lot of it is just static um and i'm in one such room or I'm in one room with such a radio and it's playing static and out of nowhere I start hearing sort of you know Call of Duty Black Ops-esque just this clear voiced woman listing numbers I'd been in that room for a little longer than I figured they wanted me to be in that room so it felt like a real secret thing Um, and I'm listening to the numbers I'm like oh shit I gotta write this down I write down the numbers it's a 10-digit number that's a phone number baby and so I, I book it. I hoof it all the way back to where the payphone is, which is a few islands away. I, get, I go there. I enter the numbers. The phone rings like five times. I finally like, somebody picks it up. And I just get the message. So you thought that just because you heard a 10-digit code that you should give it a call? What are you, dumb or something? <laughs> and that item you have, that doesn't belong to you. You're not Stanley. And they hang up. I love that. What the hell, man? <laughs> this game kind of owns bones. This game is unlike anything I've ever played before. I think it has supplanted my previous, like, favorite game from Itchy Boys. I think I think it at least equals it. I think it equals the amount of space in my head it's taking up. As Lauren's lure. That's big talk. It's big talk, but Bobby, you gotta play this fucking game. It is bizarre. It is funny. It is troubling.
1: All of my favorite things. Yeah. Honestly, though. We did bring real similar games we tonight. We really huh?
0: did. Man, we gotta wrap this up. All right, that's yeah. that's Sunken Heads by Horsehead Interactive. Uh it's it's free. It's fucking free. It's not even pay what you want. They don't even ask you to pay what you want. It's just, it's free. You you download it for free. Go, what are you What are you doing? What folks? are you doing? This is the best adventure game you can get for free. Like it is, it is a lot of fun. It, it's bizarre and fun and eerie and it's fun to move around in. Um, when you get the two shoe upgrades from you know the shoe jester, um, you get to double jump and run faster and. The game controls like a floatier Half-Life. All right. Which uh, I don't know, man. It's just fun to move around in. I wasn't even thinking about the movement. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's first person. It's 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 fun to move around in, and the environments lend themselves to moving around in a fun way. Damn, I want to give this a try. You really should. Like, I know I say this every week, but like Bobby, you really should play this one, and it's free. And yeah, uh, that's about all I have to say. We both kind of jawed on for a while about our about our games. Uh, I think just just a brief like litmus test weather check. How are you doing with those games you said you were going to get lost in?
1: Uh, I haven't started either of them yet because neither of them are out. Never mind then. Cool. Uh, Yeah, Tears of Kingdom out. uh, Oh Jesus, Friday but but i've been playing some armored core i've been playing armored core for the ps1
0: just a quick check how you like an armored core it
1: controls much better than it has any right to as a ps1 game that's fair it feels so good to play like i i want this i want the armored core series to just get full re like the full remaster treatment Because, like, people need to play these goddamn games, man. They really do. (laughs) They feel... Their design sensibilities just feel so modern. I don't know. If if you've played any halfway decent, like, mech game from the past, like, ten years, you've played... You have spiritually played Armored Core... (laughs) I I can't. That that we we've, we've been here too long. I can't we've get into that. We've been here too that.
0: long. Yeah, I I I I've been playing The Witness for the first time. All right. Uh that game hard. That game That game hard. That game hard. I I don't have a good brain. That game hard, but it's a lot of fun. Um I like making the dots go around in a line. I was I was having a conversation with uh my roommate Chip, and I was talking about how I felt about the game and I was like, "Yeah. Um It's one of my favorite genres of games, uh, just an an open world to freely travel around and do the one game mechanic in, but, you know, still a fun world to travel around in. Um, And he was like, yeah, he said something about, like, does it have a story? And I'm like, no, there's not really a story, Um, though I did think about it. I feel like you could put a story. You could use this sort of mechanic to uh, uh, invite a, a narrative to it, um, and uh, instead of uh, little puzzles, have like little characters. And I was talking. To, I talked about this for like ten minutes, and he's like, "Hey, isn't that isn't that just like that other game you like, Paradise Killer?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I think I just reverse engineered Paradise Killer um, from uh, the Witness." Um, all games are the same. All games are the same. All game. You know, we've come a long way since Pac Man but maybe not that long. Maybe we haven't. What is The Witness, but... But Pac... Oh my God, the line puzzles are Pac-Man.
1: And the ghost is your brain. Wow.
0: We've been here too long. We've been here too long. Um, Thank you to Twinkle Park for letting us use Busy Busy as our theme song. It's a dope track by a dope gal. Go check her out. Uh, We try to put on an episode every Thursday. Uh, I have been putting them out in the evening as of late because it gives me more time because I didn't used to be able to because I used to work in the evening. Um, not anymore. Not anymore, baby. I work mornings, so you're getting it in the evening. Um, but, yeah, check us out every other Thursday on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, all the ones. who
1: uses Anchor?
0: Who uses Anchor? Um, and, uh, yeah, if you want to give us a like, give us a share, give us a, a kiss. Um, yeah. Uh, And if there's a game you'd like us to play, uh, you can hit me up at Hunter J. Allen at Twitter. Um, and we'll, we'll give her a look if you got, if you got a game that wants playing. Um, and I think that's all the notes I have. Uh, I believe there's one last thing that needs doing. I think so. Bobby, what are we, what do we need doing?
1: There's a wheel needs spinning to tell us what
0: the heck we're going to do next week. That's right. Every episode at the end of the episode, we populate a wheel with gaming topics, subjects, and genres. And we give it a spin, and whatever it lands on, that's the type of game we're going to bring next episode. Bobby, we are spinning that wheel! Oh, are we?
1: We're not safe.
0: Ooh! This will be interesting. Bobby, the wheel has landed on music. Ooh. Bobby, I don't know what this means, but I guess we're going to be bringing music games? Music. Music. We could just pull something with a dope soundtrack. Could pull something with a dope soundtrack. It's, you know what, that's the beauty of of how vague and wide-reaching these uh, subjects are. Uh Yeah. Yeah, let's just go wild. Let's just go hog wild with this I'm almost... I'm near certain there's got to be one or two games on Itch.io that can sync up with your playlists. Because I've played a game or two like that. I might go a-hunting. That sounds like a dope concept. It's, uh... I'll talk about it once we're done recording. Yeah, um... And, uh, I've been Hunter J. Allen. And I'm Bobby McCarthy. And And we've we've been been Two two Itchy boys. Boys.